0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here?
1: Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived.
0: Spring. Spring. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
1: This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's
0: try to grab some winners with P.J. Glasser. Giving out his plays. Fires for the end zone. Touchdown! Alabama wins! Props. Jackson Jackson himself. Look at him back and forth. Oh! He broke his ankles! Now he's got an entourage! And he's got a touchdown! Parlays for today. Parlay? That's the one. Parlay! Parlay! It's PJ Glasser. You know him as the host of Send It In every weekday at 1 o'clock in the East. You can also check him out on Sunday from 12 to 4 in the East as co-host of Sunday's Bets. It is P.J. Glasser. P.J., good to see your face. I know it was a tough loss for Bama, just like I had a tough loss with Texas down to Sugar Bowl. But I'm hoping at the very least you had a great time out there in Pasadena because as far as
2: settings go in college football, that's about as good as it gets. It is, Jenks. It is. It's the best. Uh, just walking up to the stadium, I mean, as you guys know, like every stadium is either downtown or, you know, there's there's a roof over top, right, for some of the NFL stadiums or whatever it is. Really, the only stadiums you get, like, great skyline is in baseball where some of them you get to see skylines of a city or, you know, out in San Francisco you get a bay. Some of them are built on the water. But that one up in the mountains there, and then when the sun goes down in the second half, it's – uh. It's pretty awesome. They do jam you into that place. I mean, you're sitting next to people. and You really don't have too Mm -hmm. much room to move. But, uh, no, it was uh, was an awesome time.
1: Yeah, I would say I'm feeling sorry for you, but I'm not. How many national championships does Alabama have? Like, I'm sorry. My team lost in the Pop-Tarts Bowl to the backup quarterback of Kansas State. So, I'm sorry, PJ. Not a whole lot of sympathy is going to be extended from me. But, you know, that's how I am. Uh, If we're on the topic of college football, can I skip ahead and ask your take on Michigan and Washington? Because here on the Daily Tip, we're pretty much split down the middle. We have proponents of Michigan, and we have staunch proponents of Washington as well. Where do you land in the national title game?
2: You know, it's so funny. You guys know me. I'm a narrative better, and I keep going back and forth on the narrative. I'm like, you know, the Pac-12, obviously, this is the last year. Do we have a national champion, or is it the year of the hardball? We get Jim in college. We get John in the NFL. Like, what's going to happen? I think Michigan's the best team in the country. I really do. And this this game, it, it's really so simple. What the key is, is can Washington's pass protection hold up against Michigan's defensive line, right? If Michael Penix has time, Washington's going to be able to make plays. Alabama had no passing threat in that entire game obviously the center didn't help a great deal with his low snaps and it's been like that all year but I mean even so Bama's O-line which has been really good all season just could not didn't have any answer for Michigan's pass rush so if Washington is able to protect they have a great shot in this game I don't know if they'll be able to I also think that Michigan's offense is going to be able to wear Washington down and that's what they've been doing all year with their run game and McCarthy makes just enough plays at the end for them to win so I'm laying the four and a half with Michigan I think they get it done I wasn't sure how good they were just because they haven't played the best schedule and you know outside of Penn State and Ohio State we really haven't seen them against a good team so I uh, I was really impressed with them against Bama they were the better team I think they are the best team in college football and I think they win so I like uh, I like Michigan minus four and a half Well,
0: let me ask you this, PJ, because, sorry, I was thinking about his analysis and how it was in line with mine, and I was like, yes, yes, and then I got in the zone. So (laughs) how much of this has to do, because I've said this before, maybe I'm wrong, how much of this has to do with the people being on Washington, and maybe this is an unfair question because I'm with the Wolverines as well, Double D and I have gone back and forth here, does any of this have to do with the fact that when you watch Michigan play, it's not necessarily a thrilling or exciting brand of football compared to Washington, because obviously when you have pinnates and those receivers, they can light up the scoreboard and there's, there's a thrill to watching that offense. Whereas Michigan just wants to punch you in the mouth. And I think that goes into how we perceive these teams.
2: I agree. I agree. Jenks. And it like Washington, I have compared them to TCU all season And it's just, it's played out that way. They're undefeated. Nobody's truly given them their respect. There's a lot of games that they could have lost, but they've won. Then they get to the semifinal round. People are kind of still doubting them. And then now that they beat Texas, it feels like people are finally all in on Washington. And they're like, you know what? We've been doubting this team all year. All they continue to do is win. The stats out there with Kellen DeBoer as a head coach, as an underdog, are just insane he's played nine ranked teams since he's been at Washington they've won all nine he's never lost as an underdog like in these spots you just bet Washington it's what you do But this is a different animal they're going up against in Michigan. I don't know if they've played. I know they haven't played a team with this combination of defense and then on the other side, an O-line that can control their defense and keep Washington's offense on the sidelines. So Washington's been so good as a dog. You know, Oregon was 10-point favorites against them. They beat them. They were four-point dogs against Texas. They beat them. They're on a roll right now. I think people really like Michael Penix. They obviously haven't gotten a chance to watch him because he plays out on the West Coast. But now that they have, they're like, that's the kind of quarterback, that's the kind of offense that can win a title game. I just, Michigan, man, their line of scrimmage, their D-line and their O-line, the way that they control the game, I think ends up being the difference. So uh, I like Michigan. Certainly wouldn't surprise me, though, if Washington ends up winning.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe we see a cover from Washington because I like them getting the points just because it feels like they're a team that is built to play from behind. You know, a great passing attack that can score at will very quickly. So we'll see how it plays out. Let's go to the NFL because I did want to get your take on the Ravens this week. There is a matchup between the Steelers and the Ravens. The game doesn't mean basically anything for the Ravens, but it's still a divisional matchup. The Ravens getting four points in this one. How do you feel about Tyler Huntley and the Ravens this week?
2: I like them this week, Chelsea. Plus the points, I do. In Ravens Steelers games, guys, if you're getting a home dog over three, you just take you take the home dog. It's just what you do in this rivalry. It really doesn't matter who's playing. I've seen Charlie Batch go into Baltimore and win this game before. I've seen <laughs> you know backup quarterbacks win. RG three beat the Steelers back in 2019. Like. Even though the Ravens arrested a bunch of guys, they're still 6-2 and as underdogs when Lamar doesn't play against the spread. So this very easily could be one of those games where they win by three. And all the pressure is on the Steelers in this game, right? Steelers have to win. They need some help if they want to make the playoffs. Baltimore is kind of playing with house money. Very similar to 2019 when these two teams played. Baltimore had wrapped up the one seed. The Steelers needed to win. They needed some help and the Ravens ended up beating them outright. I think there's a chance that could happen again on Saturday, but I certainly like the Ravens plus the points. I've just seen too many Steelers-Ravens games to know that when the spread is over three and you're getting points with the home dog, you just take the home dog. I'm talking with P.J. Glass for the host of Send It In. Check it out today at 1 o'clock
0: in the East. We are both on Bill Belichick and the Patriots this weekend in Foxborough, hosting the Jets. But are you with this or against us?
2: Oh, oh, I love the Patriots, Jinx. Love it. Probably my favorite bet of the week on the money line. We don't talk enough about just how much the Pats have dominated the Jets. Guys, they've won 15 straight games against the Jets. Even more so than that, they've won 23 of their last 25 regular season games against the Jets. The only two wins the Jets have during that span have come in overtime. New York has not beaten the Patriots in regulation since 2010. Guys, it's 2024. It's been a long time since the Jets have beaten the Patriots in a regular season game in regulation. Probably Belichick's last game. I think the Patriots are going to send him out the right way. Last week, we were talking about Wyoming and Craig Bowl, and that was his last game, and his players want to set him off the right way. They end up made a little sweaty, but they end up getting there with a win. I think the Patriots do the same thing. So I like the Pats on the money line this week.
1: All right, we're a little tight on time, so I'm going to skip over Bucks panthers because I personally don't care about that game. But I do <laughs> care about the Bills and the Dolphins. I would love to hear your take on that game.
2: It's going to be a good game, Chelsea. Personally, I'm not betting this game until I know what happens in the other games, right? I can't remember a time where we come into a game and a team who could legitimately win the Super Bowl could end up being the two seed or could uh, end up missing the playoffs entirely. And that's what Buffalo faces this weekend. If either the Steelers or the Jags lose, the Bills clinch a playoff spot. And if that's the case, I like Buffalo in the game. However, if both the Steelers and the Jags win, and the Bills need to win for them to make the playoffs, then I like the Dolphins in the game. Because I feel I feel like if the Bills know heading into the game that they've already clinched the playoff spot, it's going to change just their mentality a little bit. It's going to change how they call the game. They play a little looser, a little more free. Just knowing that, all right, we're in the playoffs, and now we're playing for the division. Whereas if they go into that game knowing it's a must win and they have to win to make the postseason – I think they're more aggressive. It changes the way they use Josh Allen and all these different things. So if that's a must-win game for Buffalo, I like the Bills. If the Bills know they're in the playoffs and they're just playing for the division, I like the Dolphins. Um, I do think the Steelers. I think the Steelers and the Jags are going to win. So I'm leaning towards Buffalo in the game, but uh, I, I would I would wait until we know what happens before before I bet that game.
0: Check him out as co-host of Sunday's Bets every Sunday from 12 to 4 in the East. Also host of Send It In each and every weekday at 1 o'clock. Does a fantastic job in the East on the BatQL Network. It is PJ Glasser. PJ, we always appreciate the time. Thank you, my friend.
2: Good seeing you guys. Have a great weekend.
0: You too. Chelsea, no empathy at all. Where is your empathy? I just feel like you're not being empathetic enough towards PJ. And his Rose Oh, balls.
1: all those national championships. How's he ever going to cope? He can cry into all of the national title rings that Nick Saban has given to the Tide. No sympathy <laughs> here. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the Beck QL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.